they're going to take it, they're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30, they run for a try now. It's come down to Graham, back to the middle. It's found Minicello, a long-range shot for Manasseh. He's got it! Oh, what a kick! He got a kick! Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. It's the final week of the regular season to get through. There's eight sides we're going to talk about now that we're not going to talk about again until next season. And I'm going to have a brief probably preview to next weekend's first weekend of finals. So without much further ado, you've been here all year. It's the Tash. How are you, mate? All good? The champion of the tipping. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I thought we were just going to smooth over Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, you, um, just, you forgot about that. Because you're hawking, you're hawking <laughs> me down the stretch. You're hawking me down the stretch. I was like, yeah. Last week didn't, didn't go was, your way at all. <laughs> it was, no, it was, it, was, it was a brave approach to give you first dibs <laughs> and me to go the opposite. Yeah. I think I should have. It's hitting even more gaffer, But look, it is what it is. And look, we uh, we enjoyed ourselves immensely. <laughs> yeah. um, you were crying yourself. The worst, the worst one was game two. Was was can't be Manly. I was like, Manly going to do this. <laughs> yeah. And the, and then I was like, and then game four, I was like, the Warriors going to do this. And look, it, it it is what it is. It did not happen. Yeah, no. But uh, no, it didn't happen. Much deserved. Uh, happy to to lose to such a, a worthy adversary. Now, if I could just turn it into money, now would be a great job. <laughs> Oh, no. yeah, so money it's gone, gone. yeah. Next year, maybe. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. We just kick into it? Oh, well, it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. Yeah. So, Thursday morning, Eels took on the storm. It was 22 14 to Eels. Uh, I think the storm's under strength squad is starting to show this time of the year, like. Like any other, if they, were, if they weren't as down men as they were. That game will be so close. Like it was three tries all like it was now Eels were leading eight nil at half time. But the stupid them two stupid fucking dropouts, like this shit it happened all week. Like it's stupid fucking ten fucking meters trying to drop it out as high as you can. It doesn't work. <laughs> Stop doing it. Just get down the field as far as you can and get rid of the ball. Uh these like it's only acceptable when you're really chasing the game yeah like there's, like there's no need for like twice that they did it like there was it was one was in the first half like and you just get down the field and get away from your own half like, your own line and then you get them a simple two fucking point uh, penalty like in front of the sticks like you kick it blind for it uh, I have to say he has played some lovely football there like Brown, Penasina and Silva all scored uh, in the first half like Oh no, Sivo scored in the second half, but and, and Penasino scored in the second half. But Brown's try was there's a bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of controversy. Was he held? Was he not held? I think all the storm just stopped defending after a while and reacted to it after, which was a bit upsetting. They say for Craig, like, and uh, yeah. just I think with as I said, with the under under storm is if Harry Grant Harry Grant isn't getting go forward ball. And the cheese isn't on the field. The storm are very, very sus in where to get the meters from and how to make the breaks, especially when Pap isn't there. Like, I know Munster can turn it on when he wants, but he still is. When he's at six, 
you can still crowd them a bit like you can still control them a bit in defence like I think his ability to turn it on and off works really well when you're just bubbling anyway yeah yeah when it's ticking over when yeah, you're yeah, when you're relying on it yeah, yeah, no, when everything comes down to him like it's very much that and the opposition knows he's the only one that has to be able to turn it on so it was interesting like but uh, it'd be interesting to see how they get on next week I know they have two bites to cherry like but uh, oh no did they drop out in the top five no no they dropped so this is it's five. do or die this one like so so next week's do or die yeah. so it'll be really interesting to see how how they come out uh, all guns blazing they'll have to come out all guns blazing and uh, you might see the cheese I, did he start or did he he was on the bench wasn't he Brandon Smith you might see him start mm. you'd have to start like for they get them to go for the ball like I, I know uh, Ka, Kama Kamita or whatever his name is he's already big body but he's still not the body shape or, or the influence that the, the cheese has on the game yeah. it'd be interesting now to see how the, the eels go I we all say like it, 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 this year this year this year if they don't do it this year <laughs> it'd be a horrible thing to sack a coach <laughs> that, that gets fourth in a, in a competition the last five years <laughs> yes. but I think especially this season that the fact that they've beaten Penrith twice in the regular season yeah it's a real now look they could they could, they could still lose to Penrith and then go on a run because they have got to say they've bought themselves that second opportunity but I think if they can overcome Penrith in this it, it might save his career in Penrith in Paris sorry, regardless of what happens for the rest of the season because yeah, the only thing is we're due about inconsistency with Paris <laughs> it's there's there's a history there's a rich history of, of dropping off a cliff with Para. <laughs> yeah, so when you need the most when you when you want to back the most they've 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 wrecked the tip of competition for us this season yeah, yeah. Um, they've let us down so many times and then won when they shouldn't have it's just yeah look it's a roller coaster ride being a being a para fan yeah it's it's it, I, as I said it's a horrible thing for a coach to get you to the playoffs. And do no wrong, like <laughs> except not get you over the line at the end of it. No, yeah, that'd still be a cause for his head. which shows how bad the drought has gotten. Power, like that they, they're such a story kind of club and stuff that they just they need someone to get them over the line. It's desperation rather than. I don't yeah. know. like if any of the like say, if it wasn't Penrith Storm. Like if the Cowboys and the Cowboys and the Sharks had the same history as Parrot in the last few years, they'd take it. But the fact is, you say like it's been that long and they've been there that many times. That it's it's a shocking thing for for a head like coach's head to be called for when he's doing no fucking wrong. Like there's plenty of teams that would jump at a chance to be in that position <laughs> and not win. <laughs> Absolutely, I know. Yeah. I know. It's a uh... But look, it's fine. It's forty. It's great. Um, See, so yeah, that was it. That was a typical, typical enough, uh, kind of similar enough to kind of a few games last weekend, and really was kind of a, a bit of a taste of finals forty. I know it probably wasn't at the level of some of the games last weekend, but geez, it, was a, it was a good knock for the last round of the, of the Premiership. Mm. Um, so yeah, moving on. Yep. Um, first, first game Friday morning, Canterbury Manly. 
So you can't be one twenty one twenty. Um, it was twelve sixteen at half time. Like it was a brilliant game. I really enjoyed this game. To be fair, um, I suppose there'll be a few rounds left. We probably spending an awful lot of time talking about the uh, the doggies concussion conundrum. Um, but we don't, so we'll move on because the doggies and and, and the sea eagles are taking a well deserved break. Um, yeah, it was quite an enjoyable game. And if I was a doggies fan of the wins they put together this season this is probably the one that I'll enjoy the most mm-hmm. um, they showed some real grit to kind of fight back and in those conditions as well um, like they came back from 16 points down Manly I suppose by the by the next time we're talking about them I expect that side to look wildly different um, I just think there's going to be a, a, a lot of outgoings this season Um It'd be scary to see where it ends. Yeah, it'd be scary to see where it ends. Like, who is the yeah. the one that the head is going to chop off the most? Like, because the chat is that the coach is severely under pressure. Like, well, there's chat of him going kind of more senior, more kind of upstairs, kind of similar to the role that say Ben Eichen's doing at Brisbane right now. Which look is that troubled waters as well? But we get to that later. But um, yeah, look for me, I think brilliant brilliant win for the doggies they've they've had a great season um, based on where they were the last few seasons um, I would say that unfortunately for them the decision to sack Trent Barrett is probably now vindicated you can't deny it on on the balance of play um, and I think look Gus is doing the right job in in, in in Belmore, so well, you did, like the players coming in next year as well is only going to add to the this playing group. Like, and they're a young playing group yeah. with a lot of years ahead of them. Like, so it'd be interesting to see how they go next year. And, and someone who hasn't overly impressed me this season, Davida Pangai Jr. I thought he was brilliant uh, against Manly. But sure, he dropped the, the New South Wales only last year, uh, last week, and then brought yeah. back in. Like, so a bit of stuff yeah. to prove. I think but they'll try and ship him on. I think. That's the chat. All the same, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, my stat, I suppose, look to kind of feed into the whole thing of it being a bit of a, a dog performance by the doggies. Uh, second half completion rate. Doggies basically got back onto this just solid work. So they went seventeen of nineteen sets in the second half, eighty nine percent. Manly, on the other hand, went thirteen of twenty or sixty five percent. Now that's kind of a mirror image of what it was in the first half. So, you know, fair play to the doggies. It's a big win for the, for the kennel. No, the good way to finish off the year, yeah. No, no, there wasn't much now. Yeah. <laughs> There's more controversy behind the fucking yeah. behind doors than there is. So, and we're not that kind of show. <laughs> we're not that kind of show. No, we leave that to, to NRL no. 360. It's, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I look like Buzz Rafi? Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yes, Quinn. <laughs> no one knows. Yes, Quinn. So, um, yes, Kenty. Yeah. Yes, Kenty. <laughs> uh, the second game on Friday was the Roosters take on the Rabbitohs. It was 26-16 to the Roosters. This game was, I thought it was a great game. Uh, a lot of back and forth. Uh, first game in uh, the new stadium for the Roosters. What's them? Mitchell got a lovely, uh, <laughs> lovely uh, chorus there. You got a yellow card. <laughs> the 40,000 people <laughs> pointed where the where the bin was. So it was great to see. I'd say the, the, the halves, the Roosters has played unbelievable again. Cleary had some absolutely divine touches. He put uh, Crichton away on a short ball 
like sort of a no look short ball just running off his shoulder for the first try and then found him again from distance like ran into the line hardened the line draws man just tipped it on to him he broke the line and, and Teddy went over for, for a try like speaking about Teddy some of the stats he had it was unbelievable he finished off with 275 metres off 20 runs two line breaks and a try he is ticking away like his his defence as well is ridiculous like his gravy and then there's someone you mentioned there that we haven't probably talked about enough this year Angus Crichton has been exceptional when you consider where he was last year but I think it was more that you know that contract saga and stuff like that they were talking that like he, was he going to sign did I have enough room to cap I think since that was sorted he's after coming on leaps and bounds again like I think it was more that it was in his head was he going back to rugby union was he was he going to stay was he going to look for a different club like and I think the rooster uh, like the roosters behind the scenes were working very hard trying to keep him now they might not have came out and said it the way they do stuff like but mm-hmm. uh, it was great uh, they lost Danny Tupo in, in the first half I think was it but yeah. it's his stats alone his stats alone I think he, he finished off with 130 something metres out of 10 runs or something compared to some of the wingers and on the on, the, on the other teams like so they were saying like to have I think it was the the Melbourne Storm sorry I think it was the wingers some of them lads I think Nofaluma and stuff only had 88 metres and stuff like that and they were like they were comparing like 20 minutes he got 138 metres like I think work rate has to be talked about uh, just the Roosters look really crisp I thought uh, and arguably they look the second best team in the competition on this one yeah now the, the big question mark for me is the Joey man yeah 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 that, I was just getting to that like to see him go down I know they're saying that's two or three weeks like but can they survive next week against these Rabbitohs after seeing after dealing a hand there this week like like it's going to be a serious game next week again but uh can they can like who 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 will go in? That's what I want to know. Like will yeah. Joseph Soalu slide into? It's going to be Paul uh, Mamaroski, with it. Like we we'll see probably. tomorrow, like but he's probably the only one. And so Soalu on the wing, and then you'll have Kevin Nagama will fill a gap as well. But uh, it's just interesting if they can survive next week. And <laughs> now calves are tricky, tricky injury, like. You, you take off a train or something taking your all right and just pop again like and just that's you done for your season like yeah. so I'd say that they would have fine tooth and comb and bring them back uh, be disappointed to see two one of these teams leave next year next week like yeah yeah, like, yeah it will, really will be if, uh, if you if you could not get them until semi-final and final it'd be unbelievable but to see one of them has to go next week is a bit disappointing Especially after them taking lumps out of each other the week before. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that's the thing. Like, yeah, the real killer for me. Yeah, like this, this it was a real like it was like the game last week against the Roosters and Manly. Like it, it was that sort of origin sort of feel. Like they just took lumps out of each other. Like, like there was no, there was no. Yeah. I know the big loss was uh, Cam Murray in the first few minutes. Like he he was concussed and it was a good concussion. Like to see that he come back next week, I. I do not know the concussion protocols over over that side of the country because I know if someone <laughs> tried to get up and landed on his face I think you'd <laughs> be taking a while I think what I think what could be like pivotal in that is this game is on a Friday 
they won't play until Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So you get so I think extra the extra day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he gets back on because like you do want full strength teams in these sort of games in set in finals. Like it's going to be unbelievable. You want the best players where it matters most, like don't you? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no look, it definitely wet the appetite for next weekend. Anyway, um. I suppose first game Saturday Warriors Titans 26-27 in favour of the Titans 20 points to 6 in favour of the Warriors at halftime um, look to, to, to starkly contrast what we were saying at the start of the year the Warriors beat themselves um, <laughs> not again <laughs> no just some re- it feels like the first 8 weeks we were saying the Warriors don't beat themselves in the middle we were just kind of like the Warriors lost again and then the last eight rounds we've been saying the Warriors beat themselves uh, some really dumb dumb errors allowed the Titans to kind of erode a 14 point deficit like towards the very end yeah um, and the very and end the compound they just made silly 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 errors like in golden point as well so they didn't kind of book their ideas up at the end of the second half having thrown away the lead uh, Walsh to be fair was brilliant in his final game for the Warriors Um now he could potentially be going out of the fireplace into the pan or whatever you call, whatever the expression is because he's heading for likely a turbulent off season in Brisbane um, but look it is what it is um, yeah it'd be an interesting off season especially when he came again. out yeah yeah he might stay or look for somewhere else he might go Dolphins <laughs> if he got a chance if he had his like it was when he made the decision obviously everyone was looking rosy but look things a lot of th- things can change kind of eight weeks um, for the Titans you know Tino was actually only okay for once <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. just okay he yeah, was just, he was, he was, he was above average like but he was just okay um, for me though Jaden Campbell and Greg Minshew were or Marju were fantastic for very different reasons like Marju finished with 215 run meters he was just getting amongst it but Campbell he just makes me enjoy watching the Titans. He's so he's just, graceful, like he, he just ridiculous across the ground, like. And he, as you would, like we said before, he's like he's do. just yeah, he just could do anything. He has the ability to do anything, which is now they still have to find a way to keep Brimson and him on the same field at the one time. Yeah, and I don't know what Brimson is. Like he was good again. Um, to be fair, we still need a seven. His two best he games still, he needs a seven like yeah. he's a running six and just lay him he, off and do whatever he wants the header ball sort of stuff header scouter but you still he, need someone to fucking he needs a Chad Towns yeah, you need someone to direct he needs a Chad Towns and he needs a Jimmy someone Moore. like that yeah Kieran Foran is no, not the answer no 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 um, and then obviously start of the show was, was Tanner Boyd I thought he was brilliant as well um, now kicked very well Um but like he's not going to work long term with Brimson at six. Yeah. So, yeah, you're definitely you're dead right on the, the whole seven situation. Um, was my stat possession swing? The Warriors had fifty nine percent possession in the first half, and just thirty nine in the second half. They just they threw it away. They beat themselves. Some might say they scored back in more tries than the Titans. It was five four in the, in the try scoring like. Except they, they give away a penalty and missed a conversion. Or two conversions, sorry. Which would have been a different story altogether. Yeah. Well, they probably still would have found a way to throw it away. Yeah, true. Uh, if you're going to throw it away, you're going to throw it away. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, two sides. 
the Warriors the Warriors will will really do well out of this off season because they badly need it just after the last two and a half seasons of what they've had to, to go through and stuff and they need to get rid of all the players that don't want to be there this off season yeah. and to be settled down again as well. yeah I, yeah, yeah they're putting two teams into the New South Wales Cup and, and somewhere else as well I think so and they also have They'll also get a magic round next year, next weekend as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. So that'd be great. Just something to look forward to. Uh, next game on Saturday, yeah. Dragons took on the Broncos. Uh, 22-12 to the Dragons. Such a disappointing end of season for the Broncos. Like this game was <laughs> it was just it just summed up the Broncos season. It's like uh, the Dragons sort of kept the ball alive and made it hard for the Broncos sort of to, to sit them down and, and defend like they were breaking lines they were they were running off uh, they were running off offloads uh, but yet then the Broncos had three players that ran for over 200 metres like the, the stats don't tell tell a real good story about this though like if you looked at the stats and, and said who won this game without looking at the score you would have thought the Broncos won this game the way they played but uh, they just had all the ball and couldn't do anything with it absolutely ridiculous absolutely and do you know what an absolute shock for me Mr Reliable Kirk Capewell mm. was like I think, he, I I think he's taking, I think he's nearly trying to fill too many holes in the dam you know that way like he's he's rushing all over the place because he's trying to mm. he's trying to fill someone else's gap that's not there like and this has been arguably just bubbling underneath the surface of this Broncos for the last eight games like it's just that they're not they don't have the strength and depth or when it comes to the end of the season the lads that have been playing are f- literally fucking yeah, yeah but all, it's also it's just it's it's it's, it's the, you can point to the last eight games but if you want to be really hypocritical it's the last three games where in reality it's do or die they were all do or die um, and they were just in free fall and couldn't couldn't find the handbrake to be honest with you yeah, there was no one going to grab that obviously that result neck. wasn't yeah. as that result obviously wasn't as bad as the ones that preceded it but like to throw up those those losses in the last two games before this one like it just I, 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 mid season I was happy that they were kind of turning things around and we might soon enough see a dominant Bronco side like what we would have grown up yeah but uh, now I'm not so sure yeah, I think Kevy has to go. It's harsh, but if Kevy's there next season, we know that the Broncos are not committed to change. Yeah, well, he, there was a Tyson Gamble interview, was there? Did you hear that one? Tyson Gamble came out and said, like, Kevy, his knowledge is all right, but Reynolds is the fella that you go to if you want to talk about football, like, which sort of undermined the coach. Yeah, <laughs> he's, now, he, now, he did come out and say that those comments were taken out of consideration. Like, they weren't taken out of context they were chopped for like an Instagram video or whatever but I just you have to go on what you see on the field and I think if the Broncos are serious they have to go outside the Broncos old boys um, it has to be a new mind I think it's kind of what they're needing it's, it's kind of like the ghosts of Old Trafford if you look at a football example in, in Man United and stuff like but that. it's very hard for the new fella to come in when you have them boys sitting in the back going you're not one of us it's like when Alex Ferguson, yeah. as you say, that was the best example. Alex Ferguson set up on the, on the stand, and everyone was like, "But you're here, <laughs> just fucking go out and, yeah. and coach, like, don't leave us. Yeah. Like, you're here every fucking Saturday. <laughs> That's the point. 
But like it, it's a it's, really, really and then like, for and a fella. Then And even all the former Broncos in, in punditry and stuff. It's the same as, like, Neville and Sky yeah. Sports and Real Ferdinand and BT Sports. It's like... Ugh, never but they're buddies. They're all buddies, game. like... That's the problem. They're all buddies with each other. Kevin, yeah. like, feckin' his biggest fan is Gordon Dallas, like... Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, he's yeah. too much airtime during the week that he can say stuff. And Kevin seems... Like, the players seem to be worse than the feckin'... Like he just threatened the players every fucking week. You're there going shut up, you idiot. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that to his face. Like your time is coming up. <laughs> no, raise more than <laughs> yeah. that. Um, no, um, but yeah, look, his time is coming gone. But yeah, look, the less said about the Broncos, let's let's pin them, let's bury them. Uh, the Ben Hunt thing is interesting. Just where we are on the subject of the Dragons before we go into the off season. Um, one minute you're getting reports he's going to retire, then you want to get reports he's going to extend his contract. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, if I was Ben Hunt, I'd be getting out of the Dragons because they've extended Griffin. Yeah, that, and that is the problem. And he has I a think. finite yeah. Med- yeah. He's a finite amount of time left. He's too old school and he won't let the young players in. And that's the problem. You have yeah. unbelievable talent. Just You need someone to direct that talent the right way. And he doesn't have the time for that. He wants yeah. to get another year or two in his contract and make a bit of money. And that's him retired then. That's fair. Um, moving on, Cowboys Panthers obviously thirty eight to eight in favor of the Cowboys twenty zip at halftime. But there's very little to be said for this game for the simple fact that it was a very young and inexperienced Panthers side that travelled to Darwin. And but what I would say is, despite the score, there was a lot of promise. Their, their like tackling was unbelievable. Their defense. Exactly. If I like, if I fancied a relationship with my sister and a Panthers membership I'd be very happy with the continued production line that was on display so yeah <laughs> he's a raw inbred um, no I'm joking uh, yeah no but it was like there was some there's there's some absolute guns in that side that, that managed to play against the Cowboys and look they come up against a Cowboys side that has largely stayed together all season I know they have players in the net with origin and stuff like that and a few injuries here and there but it was kind of like the stars of the season that kind of stood up most for the Cowboys if that makes sense stood up they didn't need to stand up but like Drinkwater was majestic Carr was good in around the bits Val Holmes had what three tries it was a good it was a good performance by the Cowboys going into the finals but and like, now look unfortunately they didn't get second so they're going to have to travel to Shark Park but generally speaking I think both sides came out of this fixture happy mm, I think yeah which is strange yeah. given the score um, my stat was just post-contact meters. Cowboys 607 post-contact meters. Panthers 360. I had to chalk that down to experience and show the difference. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of guns coming through that Panther system yet again. Yeah. No, I just say like with so many changes, I think uh, Cleary would be happy with the performance and how some players like Absolutely. how the system itself. Because I was in New South Wales, they played and they won the morning before or something like that so they have a serious I think it was yeah. like a semi-final of that cup like and they won that as well like which just shows you how good the Panthers system is like for them to bring 13 players up from that team and that team still win against a semi-final team which is ridiculous yeah, yeah. no it's a scary yeah. scary sight and I heard um, um, we were just talking about Cleary himself like um, Nathan you, I watched him Cooper or uh, yeah, Cooper Cronk was on one of the 
the I think it was this game, but he was talking about. I don't think Nate Cleary is the sort of fella that sit at home and not <laughs> look at the telly or or, <laughs> or not go out and finalise his, uh, his skills. Like he is not sitting at home twiddling his thumbs, mm. waiting to go, be allowed back to play. Like he is out there playing the Xbox, doing yeah, TikTok out there grinding. And I'd say when he comes back, he he'll be a different beast, like altogether, which is going to be scary, scary. These boys will hit the ground running next week, and it's going to blow someone away. Yeah. I think it's probably the worst matchup for Barra. But look, we we get to it. <laughs> yeah, look, it was a yeah, it was a good game. Now I'm happy. Like I'd be happy yeah, with both sides. Yeah, yeah. Kind of seeing the lineups, I was like, ah, ten thirty game on a Saturday, really. Now, um, if you offer this, if you offer this look, result to the Cowboys, like at the beginning of the year, they would have got the hand clean off you, like to be in this position. I think. absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely. Like either way, we look at this, like Cowboys on. They're fourth place, not in the in the in the fixtures. Third, sorry. So third. they go Para. they go to Para Shark, Fox. yeah. So like if you offer third position going to Shark Park, which two teams are the same sort of you know that way? Like much and much like these, these yeah, two teams I, came out of nowhere this year. Like I know everyone was tipping the Sharks with, with Craig and stuff like that, that they'd be nearly eight or seven maybe. But nobody really was tipping the the, the Cowboys yeah. like to be there at all, like so the two teams to be in this position, you they take the fucking hand off at the beginning of the year if you offer it to them. Absolutely, absolutely. But look, we we'll, uh, we we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so Sunday, I think from Sunday. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Sunday, five o'clock in the morning. I did not get up for this one. <laughs> and the night's still gone. The Sharks, <gasps> sixteen thirty-eight. I actually got up for work. Not fucking this. Uh, sixteen thirty-eight. It was twelve all at halftime. I thought the Knights came out and played great, like real spirit of. I know it was the last game of the year, like, and it's easy to do that to get up for the last game of the year because you knew you're going to Bali or wherever you're going after this. But uh, the Sharks did look like I know. I know Tex High's gone next year. He's going Super League, but like he was impressive the last game when he filled in at fullback for these boys. I think it's a it's it's a mistake. I know to have what's him Bonga to come back, but it's a mistake to leave Bonga. a player like that to let him go, like. Uh, especially when he's able to do something like this uh, it took second half for the Sharks to wake up scoring five tries just to put a comfortable uh, comfortable win against the Knights uh, I think in the first half some of the mistakes the Sharks were doing like the try, in, in, like the sort of interplay and stuff like that going to ground and stuff like that I think if they, if they play like that in the finals they'll be found out by a better team so I think this week they have to sort of put the head back to the grind and, and just play a simple up head up rugby because they can't be like forcing past and letting teams back in the way they were letting teams back in from like good good positions on the field like yeah yeah no I, I don't have much that to add to this again um, I may also have been asleep uh, for the crux of this game um, say you're, I was up for the next game yeah you're awake the next game yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, look, I, I think the key for the Sharkies is they like, don't have to go to Darwin. Yeah, massive, massive that they don't have to go up. And like, I know the Cowboys have to go to Shark Park, but I think the Sharkies having to go to Darwin is a far bigger obstacle than the Cowboys having to go to Shark Park. And that's not disrespectful, I just think it's just climate issues. It's not necessarily cauldrons or you know difficult places to go get a win but yeah no a huge huge result for the Sharkies in the in the heel of the reel uh, finishing second best side in the regular season it's a huge improvement they, they, they made the eight last season but they were 
kind of whipping boys in the eight and bounce the first round. Mm. Um, final game really? of the season. Final game of the regular season. Um, West's Raiders. Obviously, final score of 56-10 in favour of the Raiders. Halftime score of 42 zip. I'm going to keep this one very sharpish, uh, despite my better <laughs> judgment. But uh, the West didn't even play a, a sport known to man in the first half. Um, slightly better performance in the second half, but they just got kind of antsy towards the end and they were throwing digs. And it's like, well, where was this in round 10 when you could have. <laughs> where was this fire when you could have done it? But look, they're just. Jimmy Jet is out the door into retirement, and I would say a lot of them should probably hmm. follow him. Because um, they're not NRL caliber. Um, they're basically a mess and a joke, and I kind of would nearly be of the opinion that we scrap the West Tigers and just replace them with the Dolphins, as opposed to going to a 17 team camp. But look, there's a lot of talk about Belmore or Belmain, sorry, and, and history and stuff like that, but West Tigers aren't anything too historic. Um, for the Raiders, look, I'd be me jocks doing the Viking clap next Saturday morning at 8 40. Um, Bring on the storm. Um, quick stat, missed tackles. West, 46. How do you miss 46 tackles in a game? Raiders, 19. Uh, tell me you're, you're, you're not trying without telling me you're not trying. Yeah. Basically, so yeah, look. West season is done. It's been tumultuous. And I suppose McGuire's probably getting the blame for this one still somehow. Yeah, you feel sorry for the likes, like the, the likes of the interim coach, like Camorley and stuff like that. Like, they're trying their best every week I'd say like they want to really put on a, a show and try and get a bit of yoke back in in the club and for them t- them players to come out and play like that it's it's an absolute show like. it shows you how important it is to pick the right job because um, Camorley might not get another jo- shot at a head coaching job based on the performance that the West Tigers have but I think I think uh, what's your man for the Panthers the assistant coach like he he was uh, in line for this and they were they were really going for him. I think he picked the better fucking side to go to the Bulldogs then. Absolutely. Um like it's just like who's gonna to touch that? It's good. it's gonna probably end up being Tim Sheens. Like don't get me wrong, Tim Sheens is like a Hall of Fame. But he should have stepped up far earlier in the season. Because now he can blame he can blame my, the, the interim coach and, and whoever was coaching before that. My argument is if you if if, if all you can get in is Tim Sheens you can't get these new wave of ideas these new head coaches mm. then there's something seriously wrong elsewhere than the field in the club and I would say it comes down to a senior pastor. look at it and we'll go back to, it, to the tales of the fucking Tiger Town or whatever was his own little fucking mini series and it just shows you anyone that Absolutely. loves the camera that much it's a fucking problem it's the wrong yeah he's in the game for the wrong yeah. reasons and look until he's gone I don't think we'll see the West's as a genuine competitor in the competition um, I think that is fair to say but look that is the end of reviews for the, the season it's been a slog but it's been an enjoyable one and now the reason we've been cheering in all these weeks it's fine yeah boy yeah so obviously it's a Monday night we're recording because of all the shows uh, on the network but we have no team fixtures <laughs> no team lists but look you don't no, need a team list yeah. it's finals anything can happen um, it's not like it's like last round when you're picking the Panthers and then you see the side they put out choosing yeah. the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but at least it's not like it's not like before that you, like fair enough 
that depict the team on a Tuesday that the fans if they really want to go to the game they're going to go to the game but like years ago they used to pick the starters and then when you get to the game the whole fucking team would change <laughs> so you had to pay your ticket and walk in the door and see all these reserves come out to play and he goes where's the boys <laughs> like at least they're forced to, to pick the bad team on Tuesday that you know will I go down there <laughs> yeah I'd say yeah, I'd, no, I'd, I'd say racing from I'll work yeah, out yeah, Friday that's exactly um, yeah but look uh, it's going to be the best side possible uh, this yeah so, so Friday at 5 to 11 first game off the bat Panthers take on the Eels in Blue Bet Stadium uh, the return of Cleary uh, Eels are probably buzzing after the win there against the Storm so they all come back and the Panthers with all the rest of the players like this is going to be a serious game I think the first 20 minutes of this will show you who will go on if the Eels can if the Eels can survive sort of the onslaught they're going to get off the Panthers in that first 20 minutes it will be a far tighter game than people give it give it a, a chance like but it's just like this time of the year this sort of game you're just mad like to look forward to it like but if you if you look at the two games the Yields won the, f- the second one obviously you can, can it was a clear yeah. red card early on do you know what I mean that, and now look they were in front but if you look at the the one they won in Penrith Stadium way back when the second or third week they won at yeah, like it was kind of as close as both sides are going to be as they are now, both kind of similar to full strength. Para won that game by making sure they were in the game up until yeah. an hour. They don't need to play this kind of mad, expansive game from the like, no times when they're on song and they're just going tries for fun from anywhere, they're, but they're ultimately taking risks. They need to just stay in the game for the first hour and try then push go it for yeah, the and, and try and something, yeah, instead of trying to win it yeah. too early. That's the I think the more they can get the ball into Seaman's hands and try and break up a few defenders, like like that sort of game plan. Like they have massive wingers, like like even uh, Wong of Lake, like he that's his position now. Like yeah. arguably, he's not going to go back to centre. He's a winger, winger, and he's a great winger. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see how they use them boys. It'd be sort of like yeah. you'd like to see him nearly play the Panther sort of style, like let the backs run it out for a little yeah. bit and then give the forwards the time to defend, like which might equally each other out, but. Uh, I am picking the Panthers on this one, uh, but it'd be much higher than we all think if, if the Eels can survive that sixty minutes and be in the be in and around it. Mm. I'm not going to pick a side, but I'm going to make a, a bold oh. prediction. This game goes to Golden Point. I think it's the tightest fixture of the, of the round. I think. Is that the next one? No, yeah, I think that's. The- <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no, that's. I think this game's going to Golden Point, and I think maybe Penrith maybe squeeze it in Golden Point, but I think we we'll get like we'll all get aroused game one of the. Finals. Oh, definitely, and it's yes. at that time. I'm afraid it's coming to lunch. Like, was yeah, <laughs> put up the car. You only pre- sit there. You're you're only pretending. Yeah, to yeah, work yeah. you're nearly done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, weeks you're done, weeks done. done. Like, there's uh, all you can get on. Yeah, yeah, that's that's valid. Um, yeah, game two, Storm Raiders Saturday, Amy Park, eight forty. As I said, I'll be in my jocks doing the Viking clap. The girlfriend will be looking at me funny, but she she has to learn. Um, yeah, like I suppose the Raiders head into this one. It's probably the best possible fixture for the Raiders, given the history between these two sides. 
it's like the easiest one to G them up for. I think I think the stat is four wins in our last five and eight. Yeah, the Ricky uh, Ricky does like Amy Park like. Yeah, it does like him so. And it's it's probably it's been two kind of tough losses for Melbourne down the stretch. Two difficult losses, two physical games, two kind of heartbreaking losses. Um, now look, they're undoubtedly favourites, especially at home, and and it's not a it's not a pristine Raiders like. Yeah, look, did well down the stretch, won seven of our last eight to make the finals. But we had to win seven of our last eight to squeeze in in the last game of the season. So, kind of tells you where we are as a a side. But, regardless, I'm going to back the Raiders, whether they're playing Penrith in Panther Stadium. Like, it's it's finals. Anyone can win on the day, whether they will or they won't. They don't. I think it's, it's we've got a brilliant finals matchup. If, If we'd bottled it and the Broncos had stayed in the eight... I think you'd be looking at this saying the storm are gonna whip mm. the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that and as you say, like the previous history with the Raiders down there gives it a different dimension, That's like so. Nice. Yeah, no. I just think Storm with the backs against the wall is a different beast. And exactly. Bellamy Look, will be have these like wound up all week. Like And this will this will be another Not, twenty minutes like that you just we'll see first Hillard like what way the Raiders or what way Storm are gonna come out like and you might be shocked <laughs> yeah um, no look I, yeah look I, I completely understand where you're coming from and I think logically you're making far better sense than I am but I just the, the key for me is going to be the first 15-20 minutes are the Ra- like the no right the Raiders be fired up but we have a few headbangers mm. um, a few boppers yeah like you see like you look at the thing like say a perfect example of this is last week towards the end of the game game is done and ah, his name escapes me but the, the Tigers prop it was kind of causing all the issues let the forearm into Corey Horsbrook now it's annoying it wasn't a, it wasn't horrific and he got up and fucked the ball away like that's if we're at that level where we're easily annoyed and frustrated you're in trouble it's easy yeah, 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 they play yeah. they play the fiddle and just yeah we need to be buzzing but yeah. composed yeah, the no whole, head yeah, no body in the head at all yeah body in a fire head in the fridge whatever you uh, you want to go with but yeah so yeah look, looking forward to this one big time second game on Saturday at 10 to 11 again Sharks and Cowboys uh, play in Point Bet Stadium this is going to be like this is now as you like to get another bite in the chair these two teams like but uh, it'll just show you this the second week of the finals who we're, we're tipping tipping like like this this game you can now see whoever wins this whoever wins this goes on to the easier Yogi, the easier prelim or whatever you call it from the final well they avoid they potentially avoid yeah. the Panthers yeah avoid the Panthers and you could get to a, a grand final these, either one of these yeah. two teams because as you say you, you avoid the top team um, I just think Shark Park and the Sharks they're, they're playing good enough in at home they might be just have enough to get the Cowboys at home now it's going to be as tight a game as we've seen in the final the two I I'm back in the Cowboys for this and my logic is they're both kind of young sides with kind of limited finals experience but the Cowboys have far more players who've played big games, and I'm talking yeah, Origin, yeah, yeah. 
and I think that experience is going to stand yeah. to them um, and that's why I'm kind of thinking of tipping the Cowboys but I think it's going to be I think the final for week one of the, the finals do you expressions like styles make yeah. fights stylistically it's the best possible matchup for the neutral fan yeah yeah, yeah. there's not a game there that's going to go oh I might watch yeah like if the dragons had squeezed in the yeah you'd be like that'd be sort of one that's you go oh that's a guarantee win but like there's so much underneath like sort of bubbling under the surface between each game like you just you can't not look at it all four games like yeah yeah no absolutely Uh, stories write themselves and stuff it's just yeah no I'm very excited for this weekend the footy Um, but yeah no I do think the the experience for the Cowboys might um, be a pivotal factor but I just think it's going to be a great game I think it's going to be a brutish game I think it's going to be the like probably the more physical of the four mm. they're all going to be physical but I think there's just some big boppers I think there'll be a lot of a lot of meters a lot of meters running this game mm. like it's going to be scary where yeah. it ends like if they get if they get their yeah. way like because two teams can break a game up there's players on either side of that yeah can break a man up and just run the field on you and destroy you yeah, no, I agree with all that. That's yeah, we look forward to this now. Um, I'm excited now, and it's only Monday. Let's wait till Friday. It's not Thursday night football this weekend, obviously. So, um, yeah, no, I think that's good. Um, and then obviously, PS the resistance. Uh, Sunday, seven of five. None of this five oh six malark, whatever it is. Uh, Roosters Rabbitohs Allianz Stadium a carbon copy of what we had last weekend but uh, let me tell you it's going to be a very different game um, I think somehow it's going to be taken up another two or three notches um, you throw the fact that it's finals you throw the rivalry in you throw the fact that do or die it's the last game for, for one of these sides it's like you touched on it earlier on it's rotten that we're going to lose one of these sides this early into the finals but I suppose it's it's probably a, a result of how poorly both sides start yeah, you, you can't get away from your bad start um, uh, your bad starts like no. in this yeah no absolutely um, I've, I've been saying it a long way out as good as the Roosters are as fast as they are I think the Bunnies have another gear in them that we've just not seen all season but I don't know if it's good enough to overcome the Roosters do you know what I mean I think we're going to see the Roosters up in a notch but I think you're going to see a new level to the Rabbitohs in this game. I think, you're going to I think if if, Wa- if Walker can settle his head, uh, Rooster, oh, Rabbitohs Walker can settle his head and not be argumenting and walking into markers after getting tackled and held down, they'll go a long way and win this game. Cook's return could be huge for that because sometimes Walker gets going on the back of mm. Cook's running game and then he gets the freedom to do that kind of backyard footy. But as it, well, like, if he gets anything against them, he starts looking for a row and you this this no punch <laughs> mentality anymore that you can't be walking into markers the way he's walking or walking after people after the yeah. bit of ball like he should have got a few digs <laughs> if it was a different generation <laughs> yeah yeah, the, uh, he, 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 if, you, if you ask that many times you're definitely going to receive it once <laughs> or twice <laughs> yeah does it he's He's the type of bloke who needed the, an experienced bloke in his younger days, giving him the attitude. Yeah, yeah, um, just one time is enough for anyone to go, oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> I won't do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, but look, uh, that it's a Mount Warren clash. Like I, 
we could spend all night pulling these games apart and stuff and we'll never do any of these games justice because they're just going to be absolutely electric um, yeah no, I'm just really excited mm. for this round and I think we got the best possible eight um, yeah. I say that biasedly as a Raiders <laughs> fan but I think and the no, as you say, like the Raiders, yeah. like this this matchup with Storm has its own star story. Like if it was the Broncos, you just yeah. say, look, oh, the Melbourne is going to be the fuck out of the Broncos, especially coming in yeah. the way they came in. Like if if they scraped through and exactly. the way they were still playing, it'd be a different story now if the if the Broncos flew into the 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 A position like the last three games or something, like really stamped their position. Like, but the fact that they just fell away. But the fact of the matter is, ten games where the Broncos went yeah. the top four. And looking strong for the finish, so like if they'd finished there, there'd be no yeah. arguments. But it's just yeah, they just they can't basically. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Look, I suppose that probably a shorter show than kind of we've done the last few weeks, kind of in about the, the fifty minute mark, whereas we've been like the hour ten or twenty. But there's a lot of games last round that we just kind of you just had to kind of ch- chat them through quickly and then obviously you've sh- like four games now so but look we'll be back next week with a lot of detail a lot of focus on kind of the round it's been uh, it also helps that all the kickoff times are now more palatable yeah. for us Irish people yeah for us Irish people yeah yeah and I'm British people too as well so um, yeah so we'll be uh, we'll really looking forward to next week but look I think that's all from me that's me too thank you and good night good luck eight minutes to go eight points all play to Kiri he's down the left short pass Mitchell beautiful pass to Tupo into the backfield Gibson